This is the Tech Arts Podcast, where we talk about tech, leadership, and all things that concern church audio, video, and lighting. Welcome to the Tech Arts Podcast. My name is DL. So glad to have you along for episode seven, which is talking about how to learn to discern God's direction in your tech decisions. So is this even possible? Can the Holy Spirit guide you on how to tech your system on specific technical things? Can he guide you on that? If so, how do you do that? How do you learn to discern that? And what steps need to happen to experience that? Well, we're going to be talking about that today, so hang on. But first, I want to make sure everyone signs up for our free newsletter. And here's why. You get free stuff. Okay, we've given away an SM58. We've given away a sound bullet. We give away all kinds of free cool stuff. So that's number one. That's the first reason why you need to sign up. The second reason why is we give free insights, tips, and leadership development tools that will help you. And they come right to your inbox. You just click on them. You can read this podcast notification comes in through the newsletter. So it's a cool way of keeping in touch with us. And it's something that you need to sign up for. Uh, So here's how you do it. Text the letters A V L to 22828. So that's the key letters A V L texted to 22828. And you'll get that free newsletter, which will give you access to the free giveaways, the tips, the leadership tools, all that kind of stuff. It's just a really cool newsletter. You want to sign up for it. So again, A V L to 22828. And you got it. It'll come right to your inbox. All right, before we jump into today's podcast, we need to hear from our sponsors. Our main sponsor is Digital Great Commission Ministries. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just better understanding the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. So let me break this down for you. DGCM helps churches understand how to use the instrument of technical gear to reach their congregations. You have to check out all of their resources, training, and consulting options. And you do that by going to audiovideolighting.com. Hey, also know that DGCM offers services like coming to your church and doing a class for your techs. This class teaches not only hands-on mixing skills, but leadership development as well. Matter of fact, DGCM will also come to your church for free and do an assessment of your tech presentation, visitor engagement, and online streaming. This assessment helps you with upgrade decisions, next steps, and just generally helps you with interacting with your leadership. Contact Digital Great Commission Ministries today by going to audiovideolighting.com. That's audiovideolighting.com. Now, I know some of you may be asking yourself, how does DGCM do all of this stuff for free? Well, it's because they are a 501c3 donor-supported nonprofit ministry. And if you'd like to help this ministry continue to do free stuff for churches, you can go to audiovideolighting.com and donate today. That's audiovideolighting.com. Okay, let's jump into today's podcast, which is learning to discern God's direction in your tech decisions. So let's set the scene here. It's post-Easter, moving into the summer, and for some of us, this is a time of reflection before we launch into our fall ministry season. So we may be asking questions like, what's working in our tech ministry? What's not working? Well, in order for me to answer those questions, I have to look back, look back at my life and how it all started. 
So I started doing church production when I was 11 years old. And at that age, I wasn't sure what I was going to be when I grew up. But as I progressed through different production environments, I found myself changing roles, kind of hearing something inside me that was guiding me to first audio and then to lighting. And then eventually I gained some video knowledge, which helped me get to the production manager role. Well, depending on the situation uh, inside that production manager role, I would morph into whatever role was required. At first, all of this seemed very random. But then I realized I was following a model that my parents had taught me and was clear to me as I followed that model that was helping me make decisions in life that were progressing me to the different roles and the different tech positions and helping me in all of my decisions. What I was essentially doing was listening to the Holy Spirit. Well, once I realized this, I decided to be intentional about it. I came up with a pattern to follow. I knew that when I got older and started to settle into life, the challenges that naturally spurred me to seek guidance would start to dissolve. I would gravitate toward the easy and the comfortable. I needed to guard against that for myself and teach my team how to utilize the amazing guidance God gives us. Well, how do you utilize that guidance? How do you hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you? You have to listen to Him in everything you do. How you mix the tech decisions you make how to converse with your manager, and the technical standards and protocols that you set. Most importantly, you have to listen to the Holy Spirit for ideas and unique approaches to problems. But in order to get to that point where you can hear the Spirit, you have to establish a pattern. So what is that pattern I decided to follow? Well, at least once a week, I pause, disconnect, and listen And when you're pondering questions in life, it's best to find a quiet place where you can turn off all your devices and tune in to God. That's right. Turn all your devices off. Hey, man, it's best to restart them anyway, right? You got to restart them once a week. Got to turn them off, make sure they're working. So might as well turn them off now during your quiet time. Well, some of you may be saying, shouldn't you do this every day? Shouldn't you do a quiet time every single day? Well, the answer to that is yes, you should, but life can get in the way. So targeting once a week is a good starting place. And then you can work your way up to two or three times a week and eventually every day. But to start, make every effort to do this at least once a week. So enter into this time listening with your heart, your ears, and your eyes. In order to focus in more, be sure to read your Bible during this time. Reading the Bible is a part of listening to God, and pulling the Bible out once a year, well, that doesn't help. You need to have a routine that tells your body what is happening. Reading a chapter once a year will not saturate you with what is needed to hear from God. So read your Bible as much as you can, especially during these quiet time moments. Speaking of hearing from God, even though you are trying to disconnect and set aside quiet time, God is in control of everything. Remember, everything happens for a reason. It's all a part of his plan. Take interruptions, for example. I used to get frustrated by interruptions during my quiet time. Then I realized they could be the exact answer I was seeking. Once I was looking for God uh, to give me direction about our Christmas production, I was frustrated because things just weren't going as planned. My stress level was building. And in the middle of my quiet time, my son burst into the room and announced he wanted to get a Christmas tree. 
Well, I was frustrated by the interruption, and I started thinking about all the work that was involved with the Christmas tree, the decorations, and oh yes, the dreaded, the dreaded lights. Well, my son sensed this. It's funny how, how kids can tune in uh, with their surroundings. And he said, hey, Dad, the tree is not about putting decorations on it and making it pretty, but it's about being with you, his daddy. He didn't even care what the tree looked like when we were finished. He just wanted to spend time with me. Well, that interruption and that statement from my son, well, it was exactly the perspective I needed for the Christmas production question that I was having and and submitting to God in my quiet time. So what we did is we implemented a raw, hustle and bustle look and feel to the production. And this tech helped portray a stress that in turn would allow the production to make a spiritual pivot to the exact point that was needed. And that is... That Christmas should be about family, friends, and spending time with God, ultimately celebrating his birthday. Well, God spoke through my little boy and changed my perspective. And if it wasn't for that interruption, I never would have heard from God on that point. So be open to interruptions. They may be exactly what God is trying to say to you. Oh, by the way, I told Justin, that's the name of my son, I said, That because it was just about spending time with me, no gifts this year. (laughs) He promptly and emphatically told me that is not what he meant. Plus, giving gifts allows us to spend time with each other, and he wanted to spend a lot of time with me. (laughs) So, just in case I didn't get it, he said, that means I get a lot of gifts, Dad. (laughs) Kids are, uh, I think they're smarter than we know. Anyway, don't stop listening here. The next point is going to drive home a few steps that will help you for sure. But first, we need to hear from one of our Tech Arts Podcast sponsors. Six Pixel Studios, where your kids go to learn film and editing skills. Six Pixels is a creative youth educational program offering fun, engaging, and educational classes in movie making, stop motion, YouTube, animation, art, and photography. Plus, it's all wrapped around a unique, enriched, story-centric curriculum. Six Pixel Studios helps your children explore movie making in a safe, collaborative, active, and social environment while promoting teamwork, confidence, problem-solving skills, and creative thinking. They offer after-school programs, homeschool programs, summer camps, workshops, events, field trips, kids' night out, and more. To find out more about Six Pixel Studios, go to sixpixelstudios.com. And if you live in the DFW area, go to sixpixelstudios.com slash DFW. That's sixpixelstudios.com slash DFW. Or call us at 817-754-1145. That's 817-754-1145. Four five six pixel studios where your kids go to learn film and editing skills. Check them out today. All right, back to the podcast. The next point is establish vision. Use your quiet time to establish vision. Ask yourself and God questions like, What is our vision? What's the target? Look for answers that are high level, God given guiding lights for now and the upcoming year. Don't just sit in your quiet place and expect answers to hit you in the face. Now, that does happen sometimes, like with my son popping in with an interruption and just kind of smacked me in the face. 
But most of the time, you have to be proactive and journal about your life and your experiences. Reflect on those. When you're reading the Bible, look for guidance that lines up or contradicts with those journals and pictures and experiences. Then seek, truly seek the next step to your mission. By the way, you should have many missions throughout the year, and they all don't need to come to you at once. But know that your experience with your team, the hardships that you have throughout the year, and the challenges that you run into will help you hear from God and determine the next steps. So you want to keep track of those. You want to journal them, log them, record them, however you do it, but be able to reflect back on them. It's important to note that as you establish your missions, well, let's just call those missions your outlook for the year, they should revolve around what is being spoken to you and what's being revealed to you. If someone feels uh, just out of place, if something feels out of place, if someone comes at you and it feels out of place, it probably is. This doesn't mean you should not pursue it but it does mean you should stop and repeat the quiet time process and ask questions about that curveball. Ask questions about that person that may be challenging you in a certain area or about that um, whatever it is that just feels out of place. Ask questions about that and make sure that it fits into your year's outlook or adjust your year's outlook based on what answers you receive. This doesn't only apply to your spiritual walk, but it also applies to your everyday needs, work issues, and church challenges. So try to apply everything you do into this quiet time and run those decisions past the Holy Spirit. Finally, in running this process, there have been times where I've come up with two missions and I didn't know which was best. Kind of two outlooks on the year, two approaches to things, and I didn't know which was best. Well, I've learned that most of the time, the most trying mission was the one I needed to take. As humans, we always lean towards the easy, the comfortable, and the popular route. That's what tends to hit us in the face as the right path. But when we choose the harder route, we are tested more, and we learn more. And know this, that hard path, that hard route, those lessons that we learn, that makes the next decision, the next quiet time decision, easier to discern. But what I like to tell people is if you have two paths, most of the time the harder path is the right path. Well, many of you are saying, but David, I don't have time to do all this. I don't have time to be quiet and listen, to journal, to watch, to learn. Well, I was the same way. I mentally tried to schedule time, and that was just a no-go. Life is busy. So I found that creating a calendar appointment, just as something as simple as creating a calendar appointment and putting it on my calendar, solved this for me. I would never reschedule or blow off an appointment more than two times. More than three times, well, that's just rude. And if you treat God like a person, like a very important person in your life, you won't be rude and blow him off. You may reschedule, but you won't cancel. So put it on your calendar and schedule everything else around it like you would an important person or an important appointment. Look, if you knew someone who gave amazing advice and every time you followed that advice, you bettered yourself, wouldn't you want to spend time with them? 
I know the answer to that is yes, because I see people spending a ton of money to talk to financial advisors, doctors, lawyers, or others who many times base their advice on biblical principles. Here's an example. I know secular corporations that will say, literally state, they donate money to charities and church programs because they saw an increase in revenue the years they donated, as opposed to the years they didn't. Now, they say it's because of the good exposure and the street credit they get, which in turn they feel gets people to buy their products, but they are simply following a tithing principle, an offering principle, a God-given principle that is blessing them. They are following the advice uh, that they probably don't even spiritually agree with. They're like going down this road of advice. They don't even spiritually agree with it, but they know it works. If you told them to meet with someone that could better their company and they saw that it worked, they would for sure. Well, if you knew someone who could unlock the keys to bettering yourself and your future, wouldn't you be like that company and want to talk to them every day, every moment you can get? And if you were busy, wouldn't you make sure to put them on your calendar? Sure you would. Well, God gave us that guide. He allows us to have a personal relationship with that guide. This guide is called the Holy Spirit. He knows our every step, now and in the future. He lives in us and is that voice that checks us when we do wrong and spurs us on when we do right. Why would we not meet with this guide? Put the Holy Spirit on your schedule. You won't regret it. I hope you enjoyed today's Tech Arts Podcast. Hey, let me leave you with this. Don't forget to always be strong and courageous. Make bold and confident decisions. Do not be afraid or terrified of them because you know that the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Knowing that, be the idea person. Be the bold, confident tech who can make the impossible happen. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Tech Arts Podcast. I'm David Leuschner signing off by wishing you a great day and praying God blesses every moment of your week. See you soon. You have been listening to the Tech Arts Podcast presented by Digital Great Commission Ministries. DGCM is a 501c3 nonprofit that was started to help churches with all things technical. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just a better understanding of the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Find out more about our free on-site visits, reports, and consulting by going to audiovideolighting.com. Digital Great Commission Ministries will help you run your church service like a pro. Find out more at audiovideolighting.com.